Welcome to episode seven. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. I want to do a short and sweet intro. This is an embodied deepening in episode, and you are stuck with me and me alone for the whole one. <laughs> for me, we had an amazing conversation in episode six with Satyan and Susan Raja. And what kind of has come about is what are some roadblocks? to sacred relationship. Yes, this is an amazing example and so many gifts and so many insights and so much wisdom, but what are some of the common roadblocks? Like let's talk about kind of two things in this episode. One is the evolution of relationship. Where is this crazy train going? Where is this crazy train going with us becoming sovereign beings, with us embodying both masculine and feminine? Where, where, where are we going with this? So we talk about that. And we also talk about some common, although not always conscious, so not always able to see roadblocks to sacred relationship. And just an invitation to feel into um, what's resonating for you, what's singing to you, um, what's lighting you up, what's firing you up, maybe what's triggering you. Um, this episode kind of sets you up, so I don't even need to talk too much about setting you up to kind of dive into it. Would love to see you in the Facebook group. We have conversations around all of these episodes. We do free stuff in the Facebook group. Also would love to invite you to sign up for either sabrinalynn.com newsletter or rewildingforwomen.com newsletter. So our show is kind of holding both of these. Rewilding for Women is more of Reclamation of the Feminine, and we have a free workshop, six faces of the feminine you can go into, mother, lover, uh, mystic, dark goddess, warrior goddess, and medicine woman. <laughs> like, who am I missing? <laughs> um, we have that free workshop there. On sabrinalynn.com, we have heart warrior workshop. That was workshop number one of our reunion experience. So that was really working in sacred union, really starting to open up to what's possible when working with masculine and feminine energies. And it's, it's a... It's a powerful, it makes me think of the term lion heart, <laughs> like this lion heart. So you can sign up for both if you want to just get in on some free, a free workshop and a free masterclass on the six faces. Feel free to sign up for both. This way you're also part of the community and we'll get updates and insights about new podcasts that have come out, new offerings, new free things. We do a lot of free things too. So make sure you don't miss out on those when we do those um, every couple of months. All right, enough of my babbling on. Enjoy this episode. I would love to talk about what is getting in your way to deeper relationship, to a more fulfilling, more whole, more satisfying relationship. I want to explore a couple of different things in this conversation, and it's an invitation for you to feel into, oh, that one's that one's singing to me. Ooh, that lights up my body. Ooh, I have chills. Ooh, that one rubs me wrong. Ooh, I'm triggered. I'm, I'm, I'm inviting you to feel for both mental insights, emotional insights, triggery insights, <laughs> kind of all different levels as we explore some of these common roadblocks. Maybe not even common. Some of them are even like deeper, more hidden, more unconscious roadblocks. I want to also bring some of that to the surface where 
places where you might be sabotaging sacred relationships. So let's just call sacred relationship a deep, intimate, fulfilling relationship that touches us on a soul level, that supports our soul's unfolding over little self wants and needs. Does that make sense to you? So I oftentimes use this term anamkara. And to me, anamkara is a sacred relationship. Anamkara is soul friend, right? I see, value, honor, love your soul over all else. And I am hearing, feeling, and sensing that so many of us are craving this and we might not even know that we are craving to be met on a soul level. We can use some of these terms like soulmate, twin flame, some of these types of things to try to find words, try to describe what it is that we are longing for, what it is that like deep in our heart we know exists. So without further ado, I would love to offer up some of these different roadblocks and invite you to just feel, feel into them. Um, is this, is there something in there for me? Is there something in there for me? Um, and if there is beautiful, dive deeper into it. And if there's not, great, maybe just park it over here. It could come back around and be something for you, or maybe it's just something to park over here. Let's dive in. All right. One thing that I am sensing, seeing, feeling, hearing is this. I am longing to be in sacred partnership. I am longing to experience union and connection with another. When in fact, the deeper truth, the sucks, the deeper truth is that at this point on our soul path, the greatest thing that we can be doing is to be having a relationship to ourselves. I know, you didn't want to hear that one. <laughs> but for some of us, it's really and truly the little part of us, our little heart or our little egoic self or our little being is like, this is what I need to come into wholeness. This, and it's sometimes absorbed conditioning. Sometimes it's family patterning. Sometimes it's just mental thoughts. Sometimes who knows what it is always, but it's this thought that in order to explore sacred sexuality, for instance, I must have another person in my life. Bullshit. In order to explore Tantra, in order to explore divine union, in order to come into sacred relationship with anything, myself, another being, the planet, that tree, my dog, in order to do that, I must have another person who is of the sexual preference that I am sexually attracted to, of the blah, 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 right? There is this, let's, let's tease this apart and let's just really honor how much we are placing on top of this 
mythical, fanciful, fairy tale being that we are calling into our lives? What if what you're actually calling into your life is God or goddess? Marion Woodman does a lot of work around this, did a lot of work around this. And really her, her explorations were so stunning around relationship and we project God, goddess onto another human being. And when we don't have that human being in our lives, it's very easy to project God, goddess on them. When we are dating and we are in the lust phase, it is very easy to project God, goddess on them. So what if, let me just kind of weave this back. I know I'm giving lots of different threads and I'm only in the, the first roadblock to this, but what if you were to go in your heart of hearts, like your heart of hearts, wisdom heart, which is typically further back in the heart and deeper, right? So it's not surface level heart. It's not my little heart. You know, it's not little Sabrina heart. It's wisdom heart. And if I were to go back into my heart and down, this is a practice, just do this really quick, back into my heart and down, and I were to sit, and you might want to sit in meditation around this, you might want to deepen into this, go for a walk in the woods around this, dance around this, but you deepen in and you ask, from the depths of my heart, from the depths of my heart, am I called to be in relationship with another human being in this moment? Just ask that question. What am I being called to be devoted to? Sacred relationship is a devotion to, right? It's an honoring of, it's a devotion to. What am I really deeply, truly in my wisdom heart needing, yearning for, longing for, desiring? And a lot of times what will arise is I am longing to love myself. And my path to love myself is not through loving another in this moment. Sometimes our path to really loving ourselves or really seeing the divine in ourselves is to love another and to see the divine in another. But sometimes it's really being with self. It's that being with another will actually throw us off our path. It will actually slow us down from the evolution that we're in, this reclamation of our fullness. And to me, that question around where is relationship evolving to, to me, what I'm seeing, sensing, feeling, not just in myself, but all those that I work with and sit in circle with and have deep conversation with is this sense of really stepping into our full, sovereign, whole self and then coming into relationship and then coming into relationship from that place. Now, we can also grow into that in relationship. Right? So feeling into what's true. There is no right or wrong. There is no better or worse. There is only what is true to you in this moment. Okay, that's roadblock number one is just really getting real about what is my soul longing for. Number two that I have is, <laughs> this is a roadblock that I fucking love calling out. It... <laughs> doesn't look the way you want it to, right? Like, 
Can you relate to that in some experience in your life or some form or fashion? It's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it would look like. So this longing for sacred relationship is like, ooh, (laughs) I had a mental projection back to Marion Woodman. I had a mental projection of what sacred relationship should look like. I thought I would meet this person at a tantric workshop on a Wednesday night in downtown. And then I thought it was just going to be immediate fireworks and sparks. And we would just know, we would just know, (laughs) right? But what is the the projection that you might be placing on it? What, What is that? And can we loosen that? Can we loosen that so that we're not limiting the experience, so that we're, we're not possibly denying what is sacred relationship right in front of us? Possibly denying what is sacred relationship right in front of us because we think it should look a different way. And we think it should look a different way based on movies we've seen, based on family patterning we still have, based on a book we read, based on what Sabrina has said, based on whatever it is. But can we blow that up and just be in this place of beginner's mind? I don't know what form sacred relationship is going to take. I don't know how it's going to come into my life. I'm going to pray that I somehow feel it, sense it, and can honor it and see it when it arrives. But I do not know the form. I do not know the form. I surrender over the form. I I let go of the form that I think it needs to take. I stop limiting grace. I stop limiting the miracle, the bigness that it can be, right? Can you feel that? I open up to the magic and the mystery of sacred relationship. I am literally allowing something much greater than I could ever imagine come in, right? The limitations of the mind, the limitations of of our own thoughts, of our own thinking, it can't go here. Can I let that go? All right, that's number two. Whew, this is fun. Here's the third one. Sacred relationship. If you listen to the previous podcast episode with Sachin and Suzanne Raja, they expressed their sacred relationship so beautifully and shared so many golden nuggets and bits of wisdom. And if you haven't seen it, here's the link and you can find it in the show notes below as well. But you could hear in their story of 34 years of being together that it's a journey. It is a journey. And so one of these roadblocks that I think we have is we, we think the destination arrives in this person or, or we, we, we were not really honoring that the whole point of sacred relationship is the journey, not the destination. Is the unfolding, is the journey, is the growth. And with growth comes bumps in the road, comes challenges, right? So can we honor the fact that it's, it's a journey, not the destination? Okay. This is one for those who are possibly in relationship. Also those who are not in relationship, but if 
feeling into this one. I love this one. This one sucks too. This one's one of those that sucks to hear. When we come into sacred relationship, is it agreed upon by both parties or by more parties, this could be sacred relationship. That's not just intimate relationship. It can be a circle of people. I know I have circles of people who there are multiple individuals of us in this sacred container where we support each other's soul unfolding. It is soul love. So it can be intimate partnership or multiple individuals in a container. Are all parties in agreement that this is what this is? This is a very important question and just very simplistic, seemingly simplistic, but sometimes we partner with another being to create a home. We didn't partner with them to be in sacred relationship in this way. But what we start to do is we start to I see this happen so often is women, and I'm, I'm gonna specifically call out women here, is, and I, I, I could go vice versa, and again, like blowing up the gender norm and labels and all of that, but I work with, with women, I work with the feminine in deep ways, and I see this in the feminine frequently, and it's, I've been married or I've been in this relationship for X amount of time, 10 years, let's say. I'm now opening up. I, I'm, I'm waking up. I'm, I'm awakening. I'm, I now want sacred relationship, not build a family and a home relationship. I, I want sacred relationship. So what I do is I, again, projecting, right? Projecting this on top of this being in my life. We came together and we agreed upon this. I am now wanting this and I'm expecting, assuming, dumping this on top of this relationship. I'm trying to force this relationship, which had very different purpose, very different reason. I'm trying to force it into this. Right? I'm trying to force it into this form when it does not have the wiring for that form. There is not the alchemy that's needed for sacred relationship. There's not, that's just not there. And so this is one of those roadblocks that I see often is can we be able to be so real and so honest about what this relationship is for? what the purpose of it is. Can we get real with ourselves? And can we have these open, honest, vulnerable, sometimes very challenging conversations with others, right? I'm longing for sacred relationship. I'm longing for sacred relationship, right? Do we feel like this can move into sacred relationship? Do we feel like both parties in agreement to doing this? And it's gotta be from that deep, wise, true place within, not the place from, I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna say yes because I'm so afraid of losing you. 
I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes to anything, because I see that too. I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna say yes, because I just, I just don't wanna lose you. My, my fear of abandonment gets kicked up. My, oh my God, my life is gonna change. Oh my gosh, the, the safety and security, my boat's getting rocked, is gonna change. So I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna say yes. Yes, sure, we have this potential here within our relationship, but you don't. And let's be real about it, because if not, we're just wasting time. We're just wasting time and we're not being honest with each other. We're not being honest with ourselves. We're not being honest with ourselves. So honoring and honoring that these things can change. They can change. There can be time periods where, whoa, we are not both agreeing to being in this, what is kind of a cauldron. It is a cauldron of alchemy. We say we want sacred relationship, but we have to understand that that requires deep vulnerability, deep shadow work, deep honesty, deep, um, bearing of one's soul, bearing of one's most intimate, most hidden, most scariest places, right? Finding deep love, deep trust in another, right? If we're working in masculine and feminine realms, it's, it's coming into a place of my masculine loves, honors, and reveres your masculine. My feminine loves, honors, and reveres your masculine. Right? My, I then flip over into you know, the, the opposite. So there's these four relationships within sacred relationship that we're often exploring. You know, Can my masculine love, honor, and worship your masculine? Can my feminine love, honor, and worship your masculine? Can my masculine love, honor, and worship your feminine? Can my feminine love, honor, and worship your feminine? Can you see those four relationships? I know the words get like really wonky. But part of what sacred relationship shows us is the dance in ourselves. The dance in ourselves, right? It, it, this leads me into point number, what are we on? Point number five is some of the roadblocks that I see is my feminine is so mistrusting and so wounded by the masculine that I cannot come into sacred relationship. I am so scared. I am so scared to be open with you. I am so scared to allow you to penetrate me. I am so scared to receive. I am so scared. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. If we are in that place, kudos. Kudos to you, you are on the path of waking up. You are on the path of healing. You are on that sacred sexuality path, on that coming into union path with the masculine and with the feminine. We are on the path to coming into right relationship or next right relationship with either the masculine or the feminine. And so something else to feel into around one of these common blocks is whether it be our feminine is just deathly afraid of the masculine. And this is a lot of times unconscious. A lot of times this is unconscious. If I really, I'm gonna challenge this. I'm gonna throw this out there and you can very much just throw this in the fuck it bucket, right? The fuck it bucket, like meh. That doesn't feel true for me and that's beautiful. But I would say at this current moment in time, unless you're maybe like two, because I think the young one's coming in, they have a whole different set of wiring. But at this moment in time, if you haven't done some deep excavating of feminine fears around the masculine, you have yet to touch into that territory and vice versa. If you have yet to go into the masculine fears around the feminine, right? 
you have yet to open up to that territory simply because we hold so much there. That's the unconscious realm. That's the shadow. That's the shadow. That's the unconscious. That's even beyond just our own. It's the collective unconscious and how much the masculine fears or distrusts the feminine and how much the feminine fears and distrusts the masculine. You can see it running rampant in our society. You can see how it manifests. But here's the question. How does it manifest for you? It's easy to throw it outside of ourselves. It's easy to go, oh, look at this world expression. I'm thinking of a specific one. That's why I'm pausing. You know, think of this oppression, this um, movement that has happened. Think of, but let's take it to the personal. Let's get really like, whoa, when I see this in the feminine, it freaks me out. So even if we are feminine identified, like we identify more with the feminine. I very much identify with both. I love both. I am both. I love being both. I love embodying both. I love loving both. I love both. But if I had to choose, I would say I am more identified with feminine. That's just me. That's just me. You might not see it a lot <laughs> because of what I'm doing when I'm holding space, when I'm driving a conversation, when I'm talking, when I'm facilitating, right? That takes a lot of masculine energy. But, but it's to, to really go like, wow, where is my, my feminine fearful of masculine? Or where is my own masculine? So I'll flip it over. Where's my own masculine overriding my feminine? Where is, and we just did a, we just did an episode on that too. You'll find that here and down below, like six signs that your own inner masculine is overriding your feminine. Um, But this relationship within self and, and being real, because sometimes it is the very thing that we're called to work on in sacred relationship but sometimes it is the very thing that's blocking us from sacred relationship, either sacred relationship with another or sacred relationship within ourselves. So it doesn't even have to be with another. It could simply be finding this harmonious dance where my masculine is honoring and worshiping my feminine and my feminine is honoring and worshiping my masculine, right? And there is this beautiful harmonious dance and how that gifts my health, right? My vitality, how that gifts what I create in the world, right? What I'm able to call in or attract into the world is very dependent on the relationship between these two energies in my own being. It's also a big component of coming into wholeness, coming into whole sovereign self, but whole sovereign self that meets another whole sovereign self, right? Right? Like imagine that kind of a relationship. We talk about this codependency and we talk about enmeshment and we talk about um, boundaries and lack of boundaries and all of these sorts of things. But I'm going to just invite us to feel into what if you came into relationship as whole sovereign self? And another came into relationship as whole sovereign self because I'll kind of throw this out there too. That's where I see we're going. That's where I see this evolution of relationship is going. Look at the young ones coming in. They're not even identifying with gender. They're like, what? I'm gender fluid. I'm all of it. What are you talking about? 
like we're moving in that direction and us oldies, I'm myself included, us oldies, we're like, oh, hey, whoa, <laughs> whoa. But then the capacity, so I want to challenge this too, is it's not becoming totally independent and other than. It's finding a way to be inter, right? Interdependent. I am whole sovereign self, but I am whole sovereign self with you and we can be interdependent. We can dance and flow and weave in the bliss and the joy that that is when I can surrender my masculine over to another being and I can fully become the feminine in this container, in this dance between two people, right? Just the joy that's in that and in my surrendering over of my masculine and their surrendering over of their feminine, the deep union and the oneness that comes from that, right? That is what we're longing for. I am gonna challenge this too. That is what we know so deeply in our beings. We know it in our hearts, we know it in our bellies, we know it in our pelvic bowls, we know it in our bones. We know it in our bones. And now it's, how do we get there? How do we get there? So my invitation to you is to feel into this, reflect on this, get real with yourself. If you want to deepen it, here's another podcast episode that you can dive into. It's also down here in the links below, more on relationships. Also, if you want to do the work, you want to do the work, join us in Sacred Sexuality Foundations Online. That's doing the work to come into sacred relationship. That's opening up the lines, opening up the channels, and it's easy. It's easy to do. It's in your own home. The price point is so accessible. So if it's singing to you in any way, if working with me, if working in these energies, if diving in, if sacred relationship is calling to you in any way, I wholeheartedly, if it is part of your path and feels right for you and there's a resonance in some way, I wholeheartedly invite you to join us on the journey. All right. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. So much love to you.